three-point shot. Tip score! Time now for Kings Talk, where you, the listeners, call in with your questions and comments after every Kings game in Southern California. Tell Nick and Daryl what's on your mind. Give yourselves a big hand. You're the best. Call us at 877-KINGS-20. That's 877-KINGS-20. We'll also take a look at the stars of the game, the game highlights, and the out-of-town scoreboard. Kings Talk at 877-KINGS-20. Exclusively right here on the Kings iHeart Audio Network. And we are back here at the broadcast booth at Crypto.com Arena. Nick Nixon, Daryl Evans, where in a... Tightly contested game, a tight checking game. The Nashville Predators come away with a 2-1 to shootout win. Anderson and Novak traded goals in the first period, and that was it. In a lot of areas, this game was uh, very even. The only goal in the shootout was from veteran Matt Duchesne. Shots favored Nashville in the game 30-27. to Kings had an edge in the faceoff circle, 55-45%. to and Nashville keeps their slim playoff hopes alive. They remain six behind Winnipeg for the final wild card in the West. Uh, a game where, well, both teams, uh, Daryl, really had to fight for any quality scoring chance really from the get-go. There weren't a lot of great chances at either end in the game. No, there really weren't. Uh, the puck was forced around the perimeter. The neutral zone was very tight. Again, both teams playing a 1-3-1 system through that neutral zone. The battles, everybody competed. Uh, you know, Even though there wasn't you know, an overly large amount of hits, it's just the physicality. Everybody was engaged. There wasn't a lot of separation, uh, a lot of battles along the boards, a lot of scrum, so to speak, and uh, it, was, it was a hard-fought game both ways. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, very similar to what you're going to see in the playoffs. And, you know, the Kings, uh, they held their ground, you know, again, an area where it's uh, been a little bit of a, uh, a tough spot for the Kings recently has been the power play. They had, you know, three opportunities in this game. And I don't think it wasn't not necessarily they didn't score, but they weren't able to create any momentum from their power play. They only ended up with one shot on goal. They were actually outshot on their own power play, two shorthanded shots again. So that'll be something that they'll have a chance to work on, being that they'll be at home for the next six games. But all in all, you know, at this stage of the game, you take all your points, you put them in the bank, and you get ready for the next one. No Kevin Fiala tonight, and he is on the number one power play unit, but he had been there for the previous eight, nine games on the power play. But, Daryl, what are you seeing or what are you not seeing? Just three of 31 now in the last nine games. Yeah, I've talked to a couple of players, Kopitar, Kempe, and uh, even Gabe Velarde, and what those players have said, it's been pretty common. The opposition has done a really good job at scouting them, and you know this is where you have to make adjustments. You, you got to be a little bit, you know, creative. And uh, a guy that you know is going to be missed right now, you know, didn't play tonight, is going to be a Fiala. He's a very creative player. He's a good passer. He can create a lot of space on his own. So that'll be something that the Kings will work on. Uh, a couple of different looks back in the blue line, whether or not uh, Dursey gets back in there. If it's going to be Spence, it's going to be uh, Sean Walker. Uh, those guys will have to get incorporated into the power play as well. But, again, it's just it's an adjustment thing. Uh, po- special teams are always going cycles out there, and the Kings will find a way to right the ship. The big picture, you look at what the Kings have done through the course of the season, 24% on the power play. That's a huge number, a huge improvement from last year, and there's no reason that they can't get back to that type of efficiency going down the stretch. Kings uh, continue to rack up the points. They have points in 16 of their last 19 games. 13-3-3 three, three in that stretch. 
Their five-game winning streak ends, obviously, tonight, but they have points now in six straight. And again, trailing first place Vegas by one point. Vegas shut out Carolina in Carolina tonight, 4 nothing with ex-King goaltender Jonathan Quick uh, improving to 3-0 and with uh, the Golden Knights, who have four of their goaltenders injured. Big reason why they picked up Quick. Uh, after the Kings dealt him to Columbus. All right, 877-KINGS-20. Winners of our trivia get a pair of tickets to a future Kings game. And let's get you the trivia question. All right, on this date in Kings history, Larry Murphy set the NHL record for points by a rookie defenseman. He ended his rookie year with 76 points. That was the 1980-81 season. That mark is still a record for points by a rookie defenseman, 76. Still the record. What we want to know is who has the second most points by a rookie defenseman in Kings history. Is it Alex Zitnik, Rob Blake, Lubomir Vizhnovsky, Steve Duchesne, or Drew Doughty? You want to call? 20% chance of winning a couple of tickets I'll give you the five names again if you give us a call at 877-KINGS-20. Low-scoring game like this, Daryl. The goaltenders uh, usually get uh, rewarded. They are two of our three stars. Third star is Phoenix Copley, who continues to get the job done night after night. Yeah, Phoenix Copley was real solid. I thought probably his best save came off the stick of Roman Yossi when they set the power play up and he was down low on the umbrella, came across to his left, getting that left pad out there and his glove up. I thought that was a real solid save. And, and in overtime, he was solid. Uh, he ends up facing a handful of shots, but calm, cool, collected out there, did a good job in the shootout. Unfortunately, at the other end, he couldn't get any support. Yeah, in overtime, he stopped five shots. Uh, Copley now 24-3. and three as a king second star goes to matt duchene he was on the ice for their power play goal and he got the only goal in the shootout yeah matt duchene i thought had an effective game uh you know he pushed the pace of the game he's a good skater good vision out there he helped on that face-off win get the puck back uh to be able to set up their power play goal and then the goal he's the only scorer in the extra in the shootout there he did a good job coming in a lot of speed head up and threaded the needle there putting the puck between the legs of the goaltender copley to seal the deal and get the predators the extra point and the number one star is uh, copley's uh, counterpart in goal kevin lankinen yeah not extremely busy out there not a lot of great a opportunities but a couple of timely saves uh philip Deneau in the second period had an opportunity he walked in there got in tight uh, he had some pretty good movement there. He tracked the puck pretty well. Uh, he only gets beat once through the course of the hockey game, none in a shootout, so solid game by him as he helped his team pick up the extra point. 26 saves, Lankinen, the win, star number one. Duchesne, the shootout winner, and uh, good work, especially on their power play goal. He won the draw, and eventually Novak scored in the first period, and Copley, 29 saves. Star number three. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back and uh, take your calls. We'll uh, look at the scoreboard. Uh, 30 of the 32 teams were in action tonight and uh, some of the highlights as well. Two to one, Nashville in a shootout. We'll be right back. Hey, Kings fans, own your terrain and get moving with Cooper. 
Now through November 14th, you'll get up to a $70 reward when you buy a set of four qualifying tires. Choose from all-season and high-performance favorites, including the Discoverer AT3 family of tires and more. You can even register your rebate online. It's quick and easy. Visit coopertire.com for forms, terms, and conditions, and to find a Cooper Tires retailer near you. Go with the Coopers. Crypto.com is the official crypto platform partner of the LA Kings and the world's fastest growing crypto app. In the app, you can easily buy and sell cryptocurrencies and different coins, collect the world's top NFTs, and get discounts when you pay with crypto. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. All information is provided for informational purposes only, and this message is not intended as a recommendation of financial or investment advice. Cryptocurrencies are highly volatile and subject to significant risks and may not be suitable for you. Not available in all jurisdictions. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Going to the movies this weekend? Totally Unlimited movies have arrived at Regal with Regal Unlimited, the perfect pass for movie lovers like you. See all the movies you want, as many times as you want, while enjoying 10% off concessions. Plus, enjoy unlimited moments. I love you. Unlimited action, unlimited adventure, and unlimited laughs at any Regal theater nationwide. Use the Regal app to become an unlimited subscriber today. Regal is a proud sponsor of the Los Angeles Kings. This is Kings Talk. Your post-game reaction to LA Kings hockey. Call 877-KINGS20 on the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Alright, uh, back here in the broadcast booth. The Predators win it in a shootout by a score of Two to one. This was game one of a seven-game homestand. Kings are here for three games next week. Tuesday, the Islanders. Thursday, Columbus. And next Saturday, Vancouver. The Islander game, the Blue Jacket game, start at 7.30. Next Saturday with the Canucks at uh, 7 o'clock. Again, the Kings uh, pick up a point. They now have points in six straight. They're one point behind Vegas in the uh, battle for first place in the Pacific Division. To the phones we go, 877-KINGS-20. Andy is first up tonight from Laguna Niguel. Hi, Andy. Welcome. Hey, hey, Nick. Hey, Daryl. Nice to talk to you guys. Um, I just wanted to, okay, so, yes, the, the trade of uh, uh, Quick was kind of tough to swallow at the time, but, you know, I think Rob Blake did us a big favor. Uh, we got a Corpusala, I mean, he's, he was excellent in goal when he's played so far. And uh, Gabrasov, he seems like the, you know, that next defender that we needed to help uh, really solidify us. So as hard as it is to see Quick going over to Vegas and, and winning, and, and congrats to him, um, I think we did the right thing. I think we got better. And I think, uh, yeah, hopefully it propels us into a, a, a long playoff run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we all agree that what the Kings did with that one trade was uh, solve a couple of issues. They wanted to improve their goaltending, and they wanted that big left-shot defenseman that they seem to have been in the market for, for well, really, since the start of the season. And uh, just, uh, uh, just a thought on Gavrikov. He's played five games now. The Kings have only given up nine goals in five games. 
Uh, Gavrikov can play some decent minutes. He played over 20 and a half minutes tonight. He had four block shots, and he and Matt Roy, uh, Daryl, seem to me that they're very comfortable being a pair. And, and the way they're playing right now, that gives you really two shutdown pairs with Anderson and Doughty, of course, uh, commanding most of the minutes because of Drew Doughty and his talent. But, boy, uh, it's been a, a nice start for Gavrikov with the Kings. It really is. He's, you know, he's, he's fit in nicely. And this is a credit to the Kings, uh, you know, and it's been that way for a number of years. The locker room has done a great job at embracing new players that have come in via the trade or through free agency. Uh, very welcoming locker room. Uh, they make the guys feel at home, and they really don't have to worry about anything other than playing hockey. And uh, the systems, the coaches do a great job at spending time, going over game film and that type of stuff, getting the players used to the language that they use. You know, hockey's you know the same type of game regardless of what room you're in, but there's different buzzwords that each team uses. And... Uh, it's been a seamless transition for Gavrikov. You know, 20 and a half minutes, as you said tonight, Nick, with four block shots. He's doing exactly what the Kings have lacked for the last couple of years, and that's that big defenseman, uh, penalty killer, keeps the puck to the outside, and the help that he gives the goaltenders by clearing out the front of the net. That big body just gives him a little bit more space to be able to see the pucks coming in, allowing them to be able to make a save and control a rebound. So uh, definitely a, a great addition to the hockey club, Gavrikov, as well as Corpusalo. Andy, uh, have you won the trivia this year? No, I have not. I've tried a couple times, but I have not. Okay, well, you want another stab at it tonight? Sure. Okay, here's the question. Larry Murphy holds the Kings and NHL record for points by a rookie defenseman. He had 76 his rookie season, hard to believe, 1980-81, 43 years ago. Who had... The second most points by a rookie defenseman in Kings history was it Alexei Zitnik, Rob Blake, Lubomir Vishnovsky, Steve Duchesne, or Drew Doughty? Uh, um, okay, uh, this guy, I remember this guy in the in the Gretzky years. He was awesome. Uh, always gave the puck up. Um, um, uh, the, the first guy Zitnik that you said, uh, uh, Zitnik. Alex Zitnik, that's your guess. Yes. You're right. You're a winner. Yeah. His no rookie way. year, his rookie year was 92-93 when the Kings went to the final for the first time in franchise history. And Alex had 48 points as a rookie. Uh Rob Blake in his rookie year had 46. Vishnovsky had uh, 39, Duchesne 38 and Drew Doughty just 27 in his rookie year. So, Andy, stay on the line. And to give Jeff your info, and we'll get you a couple of tickets to a game, all right? Uh, thanks, guys. Nice talking with you. Okay, thank you. All right, Alex and Torrance next up on the show, 877-KINGS-20. Hi, Alex. Welcome. Yes. Go ahead. You're on. Hello. Hello? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello, Nick. Yeah. Uh, this is Alex from Torrance. Listen, I uh, I wasn't uh, trying to get too much out of uh, context here, but you know, I I'm actually in Colorado. I got to see the Kings beat the Colorado Avalanche, and what a game! What a game! I I was really impressed. I was got lynched inside the building because I was so excited. But <laughs> my comment, my comment that I have for you is, uh, uh, I was I know maybe we could Google it, but I don't think it's something that every King fan knows because I don't know it. Why was Wayne Gretzky allowed to? Where I mean to use an aluminum stick. That would be the only question, comment that I would have. 
Okay. Uh, well, we're going back a few years here because Gretzky's yeah, been retired yeah. for, what, uh, right. 20 years. Um, yeah. An aluminum stick. I'm not so sure it was aluminum. Uh, back towards the end of his career, they were trying to composite sticks. Uh, I, I referred to I, most of the time they referred to them as graphite sticks, right? A lot of the material they make uh, the lighter golf clubs with, the shafts of the golf clubs. So I don't know. Um, I mean, whatever stick he used, Alex, I mean, it was legal at the time. Yeah, and, and I, I believe that it was at that time that they did call it an aluminum stick because, uh, you know, it was a metal stick. Uh, it was a little on the lighter side, and then they eventually went to, uh, you know, the composite type of stick and things like that. But it was available to everybody. Uh, you know, he was just one player that they used for marketing. And, of course, why wouldn't you go after the, you know, the top scorer in the league? And uh, it didn't matter what you put. Uh, in that case, they're a great example. It's uh, the magician, not the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I remember, you know, there, the, the, the Jardins, uh, Marty McSorley having the illegal stick. It was so sure that that, legal, that stick was legal. And then here we go. We get a penalized in Montreal, you know, course. And yeah. there goes the, uh, the infamous uh, curse. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, okay. So thank you for your yeah. response. And, uh, okay. Hope that helps. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Alex. Uh, appreciate the call. 877-KINGS20. Uh, uh, Nashville a winner tonight in a shootout, two to one. Mark in Nevada next up on the show. Hi, Mark. Welcome. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. You're on. Oh, awesome. Um, uh, just a couple observations. It kind of seems like the uh, Kings played themselves tonight. <laughs> Nashville yeah. seems to be much like or trying to be the Kings. <laughs> that's no. smart because that's what they got to do with their players missing and being gone. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nashville and the Kings uh, have been conference rivals for a long time. Uh, what, 25 years now, Nashville's been in the league. But Daryl mentioned it earlier. Uh, they kind of approach the game the same way. They really do. They really do. And uh, Soros is a scrambling goalie just like Quick. I understand Quick got a little shutout tonight in Carolina. <laughs> yeah, he did. He had 34 saves on the road. Uh, Vegas, four goaltenders in their organization are hurt. So, And they play tomorrow. I think they're in St. Louis tomorrow. So I don't know if Quick is going to play or the other guy, Hill or Brossois or somebody's healthy. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, Jonathan Quick's 3-0 and as a Vegas goal tonight. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Scary. Yeah. That scares me to death. But the Kings are really looking good. And Fiala's got to be our, our Gabrick is what he's got to do in the playoffs here. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. Uh, he's day-to-day. Uh, hopefully he's uh, back sometime next week. But, yeah, a great acquisition. That's been Kevin Fiala uh, entered tonight leading the team in scoring. Very creative player, awesome player, makes the big play. Yes. Um, and one of the observations, I'll let you go, um, I kind of think maybe uh, last year at the end, didn't we play Dursey and Spence together maybe for a few games? I know that that would put Dursey on his opposite side, but if I remember correctly, we had some good games with Spence playing with Dursey. And if we're going up and struggling for offense, sometimes that might make sense to me. I don't know. Just me. But uh, really love the Kings this year. Been a long time getting us back. But starting to look like that 2014 team. All right. Well, I hope you're right. Thanks for the call, Mark. Appreciate it. Yeah, Spence played some games last year. He played three in the playoffs. Didn't play tonight, but he played the other night, first game since his recall, his second recall this year. 
I don't remember him playing with Dersey, but they probably played in the same game together exactly. with all the injuries that's, the Kings exactly had. That's exactly what I was going to say, that they were in the lineup together, but, you know, and it might have been a shift, you know, just because something happened on the ice, whether it be a penalty or something like that, but they were not paired up to play together. Uh, two young right-handed shots, uh, you know, both used on the power play, and, you know, he'll find his way back in, picked up an assist the other night in his game, but, uh, you know, it, 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 this game here, it wasn't a matter of players like that creating more offense. It was... It was that type of game. This was a game that was played in the trenches. There wasn't a lot of space out there. It was a physical game, and uh, the quality scoring chances were really weren't that high. And when you see guys like Gabe Velarde, who's got great hands, Kopitar, Kempe, from the King standpoint, and then on the other side, guys like Duchesne that have a lot of offense in their games, uh, their chances were very few and far between. So credit the checkers in this one tonight. It wasn't necessarily what the offensive guys couldn't do. It was because of the way they were being defended against. Mark, thanks for the call. Speaking of Jordan Spence, our next caller has a question regarding the young defenseman, Max, from Culver City next up. Hi, Max. Welcome. Hi, this is Darrell. Um, Are you there? I just lost you for a second. No, you're cutting in and out. Hello? Okay, go ahead. How about now? Good. All right, so you guys' opinion, why was Spence not in the lineup on defense tonight? Well, at this time of the year, you know, you, you want to get guys like Edler in the lineup. Uh, he played the other night, and, uh, you know, he's working out with the team. Uh, the, team's ha- the, the Kings are in a position right now where they're relatively healthy, other than the you know the day-to-day situation with Fiala and uh, what's going on with Jersey, so you've got to get these guys in. The type of game that it was, uh, you know, Tom McClellan said that with the guys that aren't in the lineup, sometimes they select as the opponent that they're playing against. Knowing the way that Nashville plays, he felt having the bigger body, the experience of a guy like Edler in the lineup, and again another left shot. Uh, that's what he elected to go with tonight as opposed to two right-handed shots and maybe somebody like Spence with a little less experience. So it, it was just a coach's decision, a choice, uh, nothing in particular, nothing that he didn't play well the last game. It's when you have healthy bodies out there, unfortunately not all of them can dress every game. Yeah, and tonight a heavier team yep. than Colorado. Uh, Colorado, a freewheeling, fast-skating speed, team yep. speed. That suits Spence's game, yep. which is a reason why he was in the lineup uh, with uh, the Avalanche the other night. But, you know, he came up last year. Jordan Spence was impressive. He's only a second-year pro. This is just a second-year pro. And he held his own against yep. the defending Stanley Cup champion. So, you know, if, if, if he's available, if they keep him on the roster, uh, you know, depending on the opponent, like you said earlier, Daryl, he'll get playing time. Yeah, no doubt. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's not as even as early as the next game that the Kings play. Uh, again, being that the Kings are going to be on home ice, that's going to be a luxury that Todd McClellan and the coaching staff are going to have because they get the chances, the choices to be able to make the line matchups that they want. Of course, if you ice the puck, guys that are on the ice have to stay out there. But uh, I'm sure we're going to see him uh, again. Uh, was nothing to do with his play out there. He had a real solid game, picked up a point, and uh, the Kings had a victory in that game. So those are all pluses for him. Max, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. We're going to take a break. 877-KINGS-20. Predators win it 2-1 to one in a shootout. The Kings with 16 games, 15 games remaining. 15 now. Tonight was game number 67. Our one point behind first place Vegas. We'll get you caught up on the scores, the highlights, more calls right after this timeout. Hey. 
It's your Los Angeles Kings. Join us this March to make March Matter for Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Make March Matter happens to make amazing things happen for children who need quality care. It's a month-long event that takes place right here in L.A., our neighborhood. Every time you shop, dine, or attend an event for a participating partner, they'll donate funds to support Children's Hospital Los Angeles. It feels good to give, and saving lives is everyone's business. For more information, all you have to do is visit MakeMarchMatter.org. That's MakeMarchMatter.org. New vehicles are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. Powerful new Camrys, adventurous new RAV4s, rugged new Tacomas, even stylish new Corollas. And with great end-of-summer savings, there are incredible deals on many of Toyota's most popular models. So get a special lease or low APR on the Toyota you've always wanted. See your Toyota dealer today or visit toyota.com. We make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Score! Adrian Campaign! Kings fans, you score with your own ticket schedule. With LA Kings Flex Vouchers, you get the ultimate flexibility to choose the games you want to see. Use your tickets any way you'd like across 41 games. Two for one game, four for another. The choice is yours. Pick your tickets and enjoy exclusive benefits like playoff priority pre-sale access and ticket savings. Visit lakings.com slash flex for more information. This is Kings Talk, your post-game reaction to L.A. Kings hockey. Call 877-KINGS-20 on the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. 2-1 to one Nashville in a shootout here tonight. Phoenix Copley in goal, his record now 24-3 and in 29 starts as a king. Again, Copley, fastest to 20 wins in franchise history. He did it in 29 games. He went 24-2 and in his first 29 games as a king. Uh, of course, the old record was set by a guy who holds just about every record, uh, by a goalie in franchise history, Jonathan Quick. All right, 877-KINGS-20. Jeff, next up, from West Hills. Hi, Jeff, welcome. Do we have Jeff? Yes, I'm here. Sorry, I didn't I didn't hear. Okay, go ahead. Welcome. I uh, had, a, had a couple of comments. Um, one comment is that I assume you guys have been kind of keeping up on Jonathan Quick, um, and you know he had a shutout tonight, and I think his save percentage is something like nine thirty nine. And I'm wondering, you know, where was this Jonathan Quick earlier in the season for the Kings? Yeah, well, you know, new surroundings, new team, a uh, new lease on life. He's with a good team, obviously. Uh, people might say uh, a better team, but I would disagree. I mean, the Kings and Vegas are neck and neck atop the division, so. Uh, talent-wise, uh, very comparable teams. Um, I, I saw Quick play his, what, second game, not tonight, obviously, because we had a game. Um, good for him. You know, I, I hope he wins every game for Vegas. I'm a huge, we're all huge Jonathan Quick fans, and I don't know, do we want to play Vegas in the playoffs with Quick playing in goal if he is the goalie? 
I don't think so. I think he's going to be highly motivated <laughs> yeah. to show that uh, you know Rob Blake made a mistake in trading him, and, um, and I think he's going to bring you know his A game like he seems to be bringing right now. So no, I, I, I mean the guy the guy is the ultimate competitor. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I would not feel comfortable playing him in the playoffs. Yeah, and you wonder. Uh, I mean, he's playing, and and, and we mentioned a few moments ago uh, they play tomorrow. I think they're in St. Louis. Yep. They have injuries. And I don't know if Quick will uh, play tomorrow because Hill has missed some games. Uh, Logan Thompson's missed a couple of weeks. Laurent Brossois came back. He got hurt again. Robin Leonard, of course, has been out all year. So unless they go with a kid, I mean, Quick has to play. Um, uh, And and I don't know if they want to push it with Quick back-to-back. I mean, the Kings uh, never did that with their goaltenders. Very few teams do. Uh, but yeah, I'm, you know, we're all huge quick fans, aren't we? And, uh, I want to see him become the winningest goaltender, uh, among us born. I mean, Ryan Miller has what? 391 wins and quick is now at, I think 373. So want to see him get there and won't do it this year, but hopefully he plays again next season. Quick told us earlier this year, he wants to play, uh, after this season when his contract is up. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it'll be an interesting story if it comes down to that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'll always be grateful to Quick for, for, you know, what he did for this organization. I mean, without, without him, I don't think we win either cup. But, uh, you know, I, and I certainly wish him the best, except when he's playing against the Kings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and the numbers we saw him put up in the 2012 playoff run, I mean, none of us may see it again in our lifetime. I mean, just amazing goals against and, and save percentage that year. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you, Jeff. Um, it would be intriguing. What a story it would be. It would create a lot of stir if it was L.A. Vegas, uh, not in the first round, but how about round three? <laughs> I don't know if that can happen. Uh, I guess it could with the wild card and all that. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Can I make one more comment? Sure. Uh, I was just curious. Why do you guys think that uh, Todd does not play Gabe Velarde in overtime? I mean, the guy—the guy's got such amazing hands. I know he's not the greatest skater in the world, but you would think that that Todd would give him a chance in overtime sometimes. And it's like you really see him out there in overtime. Yeah, I mean, he's been great in the shootout. Uh, we had a caller a couple of years ago. Why is Gabe Velarde in the shootout? Well, it's because. You know, they're not going to put a guy in a situation if they don't think he's going to succeed. They've seen something in him, and uh, he has some great hands. We've seen it this year. He's got the quick release, good hands and tight. Who knows? Um, maybe with a little more experience, uh, we see him in, in OT. I mean, if he winds up being a 30-goal scorer, I'm with you. Put him out there in overtime on occasion. Yeah, and I think, you know, one of the reasons, you know, right now the Kings do have so many options to be able to use in the extra period, you know, Fiala, uh, who wasn't in the lineup tonight, uh, you know, Ayafalo's got some experience there. Kopitar, Kempe are two great players. Arvison and Deneau, Trevor Moore. Uh, you know, there's so many options out there. And then knowing that he's going to utilize Gabe Velarde, be at the game, go to shootout, and, of course, you're trying to win the game in, in, in overtime as, as you can. 
but you also want to make sure a guy is fresh because if he's got to be the first shooter in a shootout, you don't want him going in there exhausted because both mentally and physically you might not be at your best. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised at some point to see him get you know, into some overtime situations right now. But uh, the quickness of the game, I think that's one of the reasons that, you know, the with the other guys, the options are, 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 uh, are a priority ahead of uh, Velarde at this stage. All right. Well, I, I appreciate it, guys. Always nice speaking with you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's get to uh, what few highlights we had in the game tonight. <laughs> Only two goals. Uh, they both came in the first period. And at 9.32 of the first period, the Kings got the goal to start it off. Off the draw, Velarde dishes across Anderson, a shot, he scores! Mikey Anderson, upper right corner, couldn't have placed it any better. Set up by Gabe Velarde right off the draw. The puck was picked up at the right circle, fed across to Anderson who moved down low. And the Kings, Mikey Anderson... Starts the scoring tonight. The goal at 9.32 here in the first period. 1-0 L.A. And his fourth of the year, Velarde and I follow with the assist. The period was winding down. Nashville had their first power play. Power play hasn't been very good this year. Off the draw, they get a shot and a score. Novak right up high. Don't know if it was deflected. Key right there, obviously. They won the draw to stop the power play. Get it up high to Tommy Novak. And his shot from about 50 feet appeared to go straight in. Low right corner. And the Predators tie the game at one. His 10th of the year. Glass the assist. The power play goal at 1904. 1-1 at the end of one. And that was it. No scoring in the second, third, or in overtime. And then we went to the shootout. And the only goal in the shootout came in round one. Here's Matt Duchesne, three of five this year, in a shot and a goal. He beat Copley down low. Yeah, and then Kempe missed, Thomason missed, and Arvidsson missed. So the Kings were 0 for 3 in the shootout. Duchesne the only goal, and Nashville wins it by a score of 2 to 1. Everybody in the league played, with the exception of Anaheim and Calgary, who played last night with Anaheim helping out the Kings by beating the Flames. But, Daryl, give us uh, an update on the other 14 games. Now the Boston Bruins at home today, winners 3-2 over Detroit. They set another NHL record, becoming the fastest team to 50 wins, 64 games it takes them. And with the loss by the Islanders, they also become the first play, first team to cl- clinch a playoff berth uh, this postseason. Hathaway had the game-winning goal late in the third period. His 10th of the season, his first is a Bruin. The final score, Bruins 3, Red Wings 2. Pittsburgh at home, 5-1 winners over Philadelphia. Flyers have now lost three in a row. Gensel, a goal and assist, is 27th for the Penguins. In Buffalo, Sabres' playoff hopes continue to slide. Rangers beat them 2-1 in overtime. Panarin, an overtime winner for the Rangers, his 20th of the season. Skinner, the lone goal for Buffalo, his 29th. Colorado at home in overtime. McCarr's 15th of the season lifts the avalanche over the Coyotes by a score of 3-2. McKinnon had a goal and assist as well, his 28th of the season. For Arizona, Clayton Keller, his 27th of the year. In Tampa, the Lightning 3-1 winners over the Blackhawks. Braden Point with a pair of goals. He's got a team leading 43 on the season. Radish, the lone goal for Chicago, his 17th. Toronto at home win their fourth in a row. They come from behind, trailing Edmonton 3-1. They win the game by a score of 7-4. to four. 
Marner with a goal and three assists is 24th. Tavares, two goals and an assist. He's got 29. Connor McDavid, a goal and two assists, 55th of the season. The final score in Toronto, Maple Leafs over the Oilers, 7-4. to Devils on the road in Montreal beat the Canadians 3-1. He's here with a goal and assist is 28th. Mercer picked up an assist. He has points in 12 straight for New Jersey. St. Louis in Columbus beat the Blue Jackets 5-2. Kairou led the attack. He had three goals, giving him 29 on the season. Buchnevich with an assist extends his point streak to eight games. For the Blue Jackets, Patrick Laine, his 21st of the season. He's got goals in four straight. Final score, Blues 5, Blue Jackets 2. Carolina at home. They'd won their last four games playing host to Vegas. Vegas wins this one 4 to nothing. Marche saw the game-winning goal is 20th of the season. Jonathan Quick in net, 34 saves for his second shutout of the season, his first with the Golden Knights, and 58th of his career. Florida at home, playing host to Winnipeg. Jets struggling, just two wins in their last 10, but in overtime, Shifley's second goal of the game, 38th of the season, lifts the Jets over the Panthers 5-4. to Kachuk had a pair of goals and an assist for the Panthers. He's got 30 on the season. Islanders at home trying to extend a three-game winning streak. They fall to the Capitals 5-1. to Strome with a goal and assist for Washington, his 16th of the year. The lone goal for the Islanders, Engball, his 13th of the season. Dallas in Seattle beat the Kraken in overtime by a score of 4-3. Haskinen with the game-winning goal in the extra period, his 10th of the season. Ottawa in Vancouver. The Canucks win their fourth in a row. They beat Ottawa by a score of 5-2. to Kuzmenko with a pair of goals. He's got 32 on the season. Giroux is 28th for the Senators. Minnesota in San Jose. Wild win their fourth in a row on the road. Sharks lose their third in a row. 5-2 to the final in this one. Spurgeon a goal and an assist at 10th of the season for the Wild. For San Jose, Couture his 23rd. Hurdle is 19th. The final score, the Wild 5, the Sharks 2. And that gives you a look at a busy day today and tonight around the NHL. And here tonight, before a sellout crowd, 18,230, the Predators uh, snapped the Kings' five-game winning streak with a 2-1 to shootout win. Final shots, 30-27 for Nashville. Nashville takes two of three in the season series. Again, in the standings, Vegas first, 86 points. L.A. 85 second, Seattle 81 third, and Edmonton fourth with 80. Want to thank our producers tonight, Jake Warner and Jeff Cabot. And we will talk to you Tuesday as the homestand continues. New York Islanders are in town. They're trying to lock down a playoff spot. 7.30 faceoff. Our coverage at 6.30 with game night, hosted by Jesse Cohen, who takes your calls, talks hockey for a full hour before every home game on the L.A. Kings Audio Network and the iHeartRadio app. For Daryl Evans, Nick Nixon, so long, good night. From Crypto.com Arena, again the final in a shootout. Predators 2, the Kings 1. So long, everybody. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Scores! Snuck behind a defender, deeped and tucked it in down low. Follow the Kings all season long wherever you are with the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Download the iHeart app for free. Join us next time for the excitement of LA Kings hockey in the National Hockey League.